Hi, this is Dave Caius, one of the hosts of Barbecue Radio Nation. And thank you for tuning in and listening to one of our archived versions of our national radio show. By the way, if one of your local radio stations is not carrying Barbecue Radio Nation, please have them contact us and you can be listening to us on your radio. Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am your host, Dave Caius, along with engineer Kyle. Say hi, Kyle. Can't never get him to shut up. Producer T-Bone is here. How you doing, T-Bone? Great. I'm excited because we're going to be doing smokers for the next couple we weeks. We are talking smokers. I also understand your back is gone. Yeah, it'll be back sometime. <laughs> it always comes back. A few muscle relaxers later. Yeah. And, of course, in our house is barbecue expert and my co-host, Dan Doc Hathaway. Dan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I'm good. I noticed awesome. you stopped and got some barbecue on the way to the show. Yeah, I need to put a little barbecue in my belly for dinner. I was uh, getting a little uh, hangry. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did barbecue joints two out of three days in the last three days. You know, I don't eat barbecue out a lot, and I happen to be in the neighborhood, and I was like, you know what? I'm going for it. I can go a long time, but then once I have it once, I got I got to yeah. start. You guys are really starting to annoy me. It's been a couple of weeks for me. <laughs> really? <laughs> you came in one time and talked about those burnt ends you had that you really liked. Yes. Well, go back. Go back. Well, yeah. Leave that's, us alone. That's why I had to go get a brisket sandwich. <laughs> so before we talk about what's coming up in the show, another MSN.com survey and I think these guys are listening to us because they seem to kind of mimic what we're doing. And the topic, which, by the way, almost 200,000 people responded to was the one topic. If you had one topic to put on a pizza and we've been talking pizzas lately, we had wild our wild man stretch on a few weeks ago. Also, we had Matt Frampton on last week, who's from Urban which, by the way, you can listen to all of our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and listen notes. But they were talking pizzas and how to grill them, which I sounded so good. So here's your here's your topic. Here's the question. If you could only choose one pizza topping, what would it be? And your choices are pepperoni, sausage, peppers, pineapple, and probably the best choice, I can't choose. <laughs> now, mine would be beef, so it's not even on there. But so I'm going to start with T-Bone. Uh, I'm just going to read them off. You give me a number. Pepperoni. 42%. Okay. Sausage. 38%. <laughs> Peppers. Ah, uh, that's so ambivalent. 10%. Okay. Pineapple. Uh, gee, it's very popular on the West Coast, uh, but I don't think anywhere else. 4%. Okay. He hasn't caught on that the, the as I go down, the numbers get smaller, but we'll keep going. And then finally, <laughs> I can't yeah. choose. What, what's your percentage of I can't choose? Well, the number's getting bigger. <laughs> 6%. 6%. All right. Does that equal 100? Uh, sure. It's Maybe. Close enough. <laughs> Possibly. All right, Dan, what do you got for pepperoni? 50. 50. Okay. Sausage? 25. Okay. Peppers? Peppers. Five. Five. Pineapple? 
very hesitant three. <laughs> <laughs> and the always favorite, I can't choose. It should be higher, but it's 17%, Dave. 17%? Yes. All right. And, you know, you guys weren't bad. Pepperoni, it was 49%, number one. Which, by the way, I just saw on TV that the prices of pepperoni have gone up. So, support your little small pizza places and buy pepperoni and pay extra and tip well. Uh, Sausage came in second at 32%. Peppers, which I do not get that, uh, 6%. Um, Pineapple, which to me only goes with... Canadian bacon, uh, 5%. And then I can't choose 8%. 8%. 8%. Not at my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you got three daughters. What are they like? Uh, last night we actually had pizza. Oh, and right. uh, so we had pepperoni. That's for the kids. And I get a uh, artichoke and, uh, and vegetable. Oh, you know, okay. So we had the vegetable pizza okay. thing. We talked about that. That's, that's, okay. my, that's my jam. It's nice that we have a... Never mind. I, I, I want to insult him so bad. Right no, that's now. fine. Do it. No, that's a w- <laughs> wonderful, wonderful choice for a barbecue show. All right. So coming up on the show, we got Tim Shear. Uh, he's got Shake and Bake Barbecue Team. Uh, you can check him out at gatewaydrumsmokers.com. You know, Tim, good guy, right? Great guy. Yeah. So can't wait to have him on the show. And he's also going to be talking about smokers. And this month, we are also talking about smokers all month long. Now, now, right now, we've, of course, got our Ask Dr. Dan, our Barbecue Fix-It Man, sponsored by our August Barbecue Sauce of the Month, which is Joe's Kansas City Original Barbecue Sauce, a perfect sauce for all your barbecue needs. And you can purchase that online at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. They've got the world's biggest and best inventory of barbecue sauces, seasonings, smokers, and supplies. And they offer, yes, serious barbecue fun. All right, T-Bone, what do you got for a question? Wow, I'm going to have to go buy that place sometimes. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty right. neat. We, we've got a question from John Owen II. John, okay. From uh, from our Facebook page. Hello. That, that's my Kyle. Hello. <laughs> Good job. I've been trying to find some help with types of wood for smoking. Species, actually, I guess would be a better term. Is there a particular species of oak to use, or are all of them fine to use, or are there any to avoid? I hear of barbecue smokers using white oak, but I have a pin oak in my yard. Is it fine to use? And if so, are there also opinions on bark being left on or stripped off of any woods before going into the firebox? Thank you, and have a good evening. Thank you, John. That's all the time we have for the show. We'll we'll be back next week talking smokers again. What do you got there for us, Dan? That's a, that's a very elaborate question. That, you know what? That's that's the best one so far. It's a great question. So when it comes to oak wood, oak is a great base for any any fire, and and pin oak really is it's part of the red oak family, and so you're going to get a little bit of that that pepperiness that you get off a of red oak. Um, I would say you know most all oaks you can use. I know in Texas, white oak's big. Post oak. I mean, you'll you go down there, they use a lot of post oak. Um, red oak's really popular in Southern California in the Santa Maria grills. So all the oaks, the, it provides a, a good hearty smoke. It's not too overpowering like a hickory or mesquite and, uh, it burns really hot. So like I said, it's a great base. And if you wanted to flavor it with a, with a fruit wood, I like to do red oak, cherry, red oak, and apple. Um, I've done peach before with red oak and it's a great accompaniment and as well as a, something to maintain a good fire with. So, I would say go for the pin oak. It's going to be peppery. It's going to be great on a steak, going to be great on a brisket. Uh, 
take the bark off if you're burning, you know, if you're burning in a small cooker, that way it, uh, it gets rid of some of that moisture a lot better than, than leaving the bark on. Uh, I know in my big offset cooker, I'll leave bark on just cause I'm burning whole logs and burning them up real quick. So it, it works just fine, but, uh, yeah, go for it. Cut down the tree in the backyard and get was, after it. Yeah. T-Bone, I was on the impression he's, he was, he sounded like he was going to cut down a tree in his own yard. It's cheaper than getting that, it delivered. That's what it sounds like. Hey, I, I got this tree sitting here in my backyard doing nothing. I mean, it's one thing if it's like blocking your view of the neighbors, which I don't want to see, yeah. or vice versa. But he's just going to well, well, going to cut down a tree, and here it yeah, is. Yeah, put it, put it to work. I have, I have some peach trees in the back that got eaten up by Japanese beetles, and if they don't make it, eh. They don't make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you live out in the country. I mean, right. it's, it's one thing if he's living in the burb somewhere and trees are valuable, but... That's true. You know, if, if it comes to barbecue. So, yeah, get after it with some oak. Get out of some oak. All right. Well, we want to thank John again. That's a great question. And we're going to give him a bottle of Joe's Kansas City Original Barbecue Sauce voted the best in the world at the American Royal Barbecue Contest. And if you want to submit a question, either go to our Facebook page, which is BBQ Radio Nation, or email Dan direct to drdan at bbqradionation.com and you might end up with a bottle of barbecue sauce yourself. Now, coming up next segment, we've been talking about grills and smokers this month and today we're focusing on smokers and we've got a gentleman by the name of Tim Shear. He's got a great website that you want to check out. It's gatewaydrumsmoker.com that's gatewaydrumsmoker.com also he's got that delicious uh, what is it the the barbecue sauce the blues hog barbecue the sauce blues yeah hog. Blues oh, hog. The, the most popular barbecue sauce right now we it's, tried it's that it was delicious so we're got tim coming up next stick around and thank you for listening to barbecue radio nation Barbecue Radio Nation with Dave Caius and Dan Hathaway will be right back. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov.
And welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Kias along with Dan Hathaway. And we've got today our guest, Tim Shear, who is part of the Shake and Bake Barbecue team. Of, well, according to Tim, he's pretty much the entire team. But uh, he's got 28 Grand Championship titles, 33 Reserve Grand Championship titles. Dan, of course, you know Tim. Yep. I know Tim. <laughs> you know you too, Dan. I love you, man. <laughs> He's also got a couple of websites you want to check out. He was our very first sauce of the month with blueshog.com. Great barbecue sauce. And then we're going to be talking today about gatewaydrumsmokers.com. And if you go to that website, you'll see smokers, accessories, sauces, blue hog sauces, rubs, marinades, injections, fuel apparel, gift boxes, gift certificates, which, by the way, reminds me of a very funny Jerry Seinfeld joke when he talks about giving a friend a gift certificate to a restaurant. It's like, I like you enough to give you a gift certificate, but not enough to actually eat with you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Tim Shear, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing awesome, man. I appreciate it. Now you and Dan, you we're good. You and Dan have something both in common in that the fact that you both have three daughters. <laughs> Already, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Are there more to come Unfortunately, here? <laughs> we have a lot of things in common. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> so I'm assuming in both of your lives, the toilet seat is always down. If it's not, you yeah. get yelled at. Oh yeah, better watch out. <laughs> Tim, how old are your daughters, by the way? Uh, I got a 12, 11, and a seven-year-old right they're now. So exact yeah. age as my girls. So yeah, funny. Seriously? Yeah. Exactly. Wow. So. When, whenever I get ready to do a barbecue contest, my oldest Grace, she always says, mm-hmm. "Are are the shears going to be there?" Because that means she wants to go to the barbecue contest. Yeah. And and Tim, <laughs> one more thing. I noticed that your wife's name and all of the children's names start with the letter T. Yeah, the dog too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's get talking about barbecue here. Um, one thing I noticed when I was checking out your website, and, and you, you're very accomplished, of course, and and you do classes and everything, and you've been over to Australia, uh, being in a contest and doing some classes over there. Is Australian? Do they do things a little bit different that you thought? Hmm, I'm going to bring that back to the United States. Was there anything over there, or were, or were they just learning from you the whole time? Um, no, they don't really do it differently. Um, they're they're looking to learn from us. To be honest with you, um, you know, in the U.S., it's like you go to different regions like KC or Texas or Memphis, and they say Memphis style or KC style. Over there, they say American style barbecue. <laughs> I bet you know what I mean, and that's what's kind of cool about it. I mean, they're looking at us. You know, they're they're super pumped up about it. They're excited. They're um, their enthusiasm is is over the top. It's so fun to be over there with those guys. Um, you know, I was literally at uh, Meat Stock there in in Melbourne for um, I don't know less than a week, and by the time I left, I was like practically sad to leave because I felt like I'd been there forever. All these guys were. They were so uh, open and, and uh, you know, just, just excited to meet you and learn from you and, and just hang out, really. They were, you know, just really cool, laid-back laid people. So, But, you know, they're looking they're looking at us. I mean, you know, obviously they have a lot of pride in what they do and, and want to put their own spin on it. But, you know, you know they're really looking to, uh, 
you know, take take their barbecue to the next level, kind of like the U.S. has. So in Australia, it's not just shrimp on the barbie. There's other things. No, no. <laughs> I didn't have a piece of shrimp while I was over there. <laughs> so, I had everything else. But. So you and Dan, obviously the experts on smokers. And let's talk about smokers because we've been talking about that this month. You know, a lot of places have them go on sale in September. Um, talk to us about at home. What's your favorite smoker for home? <laughs> well... I mean, um, you know, I think you're setting me up to say the gateway drum smoker. <laughs> I don't want to. You're welcome. I don't want to. I will take Venmo, trade. by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, but no, I mean, you know, obviously from what we've done in the competition world, and that's kind of, kind of, um, you, you know, anymore it's, it's the proving the stuff, you know, the, the uh, proven grounds where you're going to go out and test and, and, you know, if it's competition proven, it's good enough for, you know, my house and my backyard and, and, and to put our, our brand name on it basically is how we run things around here. I mean, you know, I spent two years making a rub and a saw, you know, other, other stuff. I mean, and it's just, you know, if you, if you can go out on the competition circuit and win consistently and, and, um, please the judges, you know, cause those are all, those are all blind judges. They don't know you or they don't know the next guy. So, I mean, you're getting honest feedback on that stuff. So, you know, if we can go out there and test our products and, and prove it, um, you know, that's that's what we want to do to make sure that it's good enough to go to market. And then, you know, as far as cooking at home, I mean, you know, the same things that make it good at a contest are what makes it good at home. You know, you can do things in, in you know, a third of the time or half the time. You know, you can do a brisket in four hours. You can do a pork button four hours. You can do ribs in two hours. I mean, you know, anymore, um, you know, people have a lot of things to do and, and, you know, it's one thing to spend a couple of hours on your barbecue, but it's another thing to spend the whole entire day and, and um, maybe, you know, maybe have it not turn out so well after all. So um, what we've tried to do is, is build something that, that works, uh, you know, very easily, uh, uses very little fuel, um, provides a great flavor, and, um, and it really looks cool, too. Yeah, they do. They do look cool. And and for people that that don't know what we're talking about, we're we're talking about the Gateway Drum Smokers, which is a fifty-five gallon drum um, that's an upright and that you can cook super fast on. And and Tim has has really revolutionized barbecue. And you know, in the last couple of years, in teaching people that you can you can get home from work in the afternoon and knock out a slab of ribs and have them ready for dinner, or you can do a brisket in four and a half hours. A true good brisket like you would do it in a in in an offset for 12 hours it's it's amazing yeah and then it's you know like you mentioned offset it's just a different style of heat i mean i love cooking i started out cooking on an offset you know and that flavor is hard to beat and um you know that's old school barbecue you know and and what we've done with the drum is kind of take some of those techniques you know and that's what's really neat about the drum it's so versatile so you can run you know, maybe a water pan or, or a deflector on half of it, you know, and you can get offset indirect heat. You can get, you know, direct, you know, right over the coals, um, old school barbecue flavor like that. You can get um, an oven style heat if you, you know, a couple of our accessories will change that. I mean, it's so versatile, but yet it's so, so very simple and it's just easy to use and, and a lot of fun to cook on, to be honest with you. And, and you don't have to, you know, plan ahead or, or cut down a tree or uh, <laughs> anything like that to keep the thing going, you know, and it's one of those things where you can just, you know, light it up and go. It's almost as easy as a gas grill, really. I mean, you dump your charcoal in there, you throw your starter on, 
15, 20 minutes later, it's ready to cook on, you know, and then when you're done, you just close the vents and shut it down and, and, um, you know, light the charcoal again the next time. I mean, it's, you know, it's really, really fun to cook on. It's cool. It's, it's a great flavor. I mean, I think that's what's probably set us apart, um, more than anything in the last couple of years in the competition world is, is just that direct grill flavor, kind of that old school, like your, like your dad did it or something. Yeah, it's like a a pit flavor. Yeah, it's that pit barbecue flavor that is, you know, hard to get on on other styles of cookers. Tim, we've only got a few seconds before we go to our next segment. We hope you can stick around. Quick question. Do you cook pizzas on this? Because we've been talking pizzas lately. Yeah, man, I've, I've done it before, honestly. I've, I definitely have, and they're pretty dang good. Uh, with that heat coming from the bottom, man, you really get your crust bubbling. So it's it kind of gives you that crispy crunch on the bottom that I like. Very nice. Well, Tim, can you stick around for another segment? Oh, I'll try, I guess. (laughs) Get another drink. We're with Tim Shear. He is at GatewayDrumSmokers.com, and we'll be right back here on Barbecue Radio Nation. sure to check out the fantastic selection of barbecue grills, smokers, and so much more at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. First, I hold my hands out like they're on a steering wheel. Then I look over my shoulder. One. Okay, cool guy. Two. Three times. Next. Oh, I put it in reverse. Meep, meep, meep. Then I take it up and down. Up, up, and down. And that, kiddos, is called the forklift. Dance like a dad. It's a great way to make a moment with your kids. Now that's dancing. Sure beats flossing. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. They've done studies, you know. 60% 60% of the time, it works every time. Well, I walk into the room Passing out hundred dollar bills And it kills and it thrills Like the horns on my Silverado grill and welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kais with you, along with engineer Kyle, producer T-Bone, and my co-host, barbecue guru Dan Hathaway. And we've got with us today Tim Shear. He's part of the Shake and Bake Barbecue Team. I love barbecue team names. You guys just come up with the best names. And you want to check out his products, blueshog.com. Great sauces. We, we had that earlier in the year as far as our sauce of the month. And, of course, what we're talking about today is his other website, which is Gateway Drum Smoke. Smokers.com. And Dan, you guys were talking high level uh, smoker barbecue stuff. So I'm going to step aside for a second. Go for it. Well, well thank you for uh, saying that it was high level conversation <laughs> because uh, that makes me feel pretty good. No, Tim and I were just talking about, you know, drums have been around for a long time. And but what Tim did was he actually took the drum to market in a 
you know, a mass produced way. And, and what'd you say, Tim, what year was it that you guys started producing those things? Uh, about 2012, 2012, definitely not, definitely not mass produced. Well, uh, I mean, back then, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well now that now I would say they're mass produced. Cause I just got a, a giant order of them over at the barbecue store the other day. So uh, yeah, everything, everything's working out pretty good. So the first year that you guys had them out was 2012. And then what was it that you did in the first year at the American Royal? Well, that was the first year um, we cooked on the drum at the Royal, and we ended up winning first place ribs out of uh, 650 teams, I believe it was that wow. year in the yeah. Open. Now, yeah, it so. would have been 649 teams if Dan hadn't participated. <laughs> well, I'm always there. I wouldn't say participate. <laughs> Probably would have been, yeah. <laughs> so but, the. Uh, Oh, I was going to say the drum, you know, drum, you, you, you know, you know, just as well as I do. And then the drums have been around for a long time and, and, but now they're everywhere. I mean, I, I sell more drums to backyard guys than I do uh, competition guys. And, and one of the reasons, and one of the biggest selling points is that this, the speed of your cook. And, and that's one thing that I really wanted to talk about was, you know, how, how were you able to figure out that you could cook a brisket in four hours when everybody else is standing over a cooker all night long? Mm. Dan, you know me. Um, I figured it out at a, at a barbecue contest. I woke up at, <laughs> at 2 a.m. in the middle of the night and put my brisket on. And, and um, you know, a nice man, homeless man, I think, probably greeted me on the street and said, hey, can I help you out? Um, I said, well, I do need a lighter. So he gave me a lighter and lit my fire at 2 a.m. and threw a, threw a $200 Wagyu brisket on there and hoped I saw it again in the morning. But, um, you know, it turns out I was so nervous about cooking hot and fast. I had to, um, you know, I couldn't hardly sleep. I had to get up and check every once in a while and, and um, end up getting my brisket done by 7 a.m. that morning and turn-ins weren't till you know, for brisket at one thirty. Yeah. So here I am with all my work done, um, by 7am, the time I would normally be getting up nowadays to start cooking. So, um, to answer your question, that's how I figured it out in, in the middle of night, um, you know, in the middle of a street in Illinois, I think somewhere, but, um, <laughs> you know, just, just cooking directly over the coals is, is a higher energy, energy heat. Um, it's more like an infrared, like on a gas grill or a steak zone or whatever you would, you would have where it really, it's just an intense level of heat. It's moving very fast. Um, it's not a slow moving heat. Um, so you get a lot of convection plus the, the direct energy over the, over the coals. So, um, there's a couple things, you know, that, that all work together in the drum, uh, to make it to make it work faster than most pits. I mean, it's just, um, the, the dynamic of everything being round and the, and the air spinning, um, you, you know, you're just getting a higher energy, uh, heat and you're cooking a lot faster. So, um, you know, we're getting the same smoke ring, we're getting the same bark, we're getting the same color, um, you know, and we can get the same tenderness. It's just everything, everything happens the same, just, two or three times faster is the way I try to tell people if, if they're going from an, from an offset or even a pellet cooker. I mean, it's just gonna, it's just gonna speed your timeline up, you know, and, and, uh, they're, like any pit, there's things you want to get used to and, and, um, you know, look out for and, and be aware of and adjust your timeline to. But for the most part, you're just, um, you know, you're cooking with fire, you're cooking meat directly over the fire. That's old school as it gets. And, 
And to, to be honest, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you can open the lid as many times as you want. You can look at it. You can flip it. You can spin it. You can hear it sizzle. You can watch the smoke go. I mean, it's about as entertaining as 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 watching a smoker can get, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. It's a it, when I started cooking on drums, it I it was a complete game changer for me. I, I went from cooking on that offset, and uh, we made some changes a couple of years back, and and I started throwing briskets on at six o'clock in the morning, and it was. It yeah. was uh, it was amazing to to figure out that I could actually, you know, get things yeah. done by noon. <laughs> it's just yeah. insane. And, you know, it it is crazy. And and I was not necessarily a believer to begin with either when I first saw you know a ugly drum or whatever the contest. Yeah. And um, you, you know, I just wasn't sure and, until I tried it. And then you know, we were so lucky to to hit some big ones at the Royal. Honestly, I mean, you, you know, what I mean, it's it's uh it's cooking it good and it's definitely getting lucky as well so you know and that helped you know when we were pulling out of the parking lot everybody was wondering how we did it and and you know a couple of years later we ended up winning brisket at the royal the brisket cooked for three hours and 15 minutes it was just <laughs> one of the fastest briskets i've ever cooked and somehow we won a perfect score and, and won the open in the royal and you know everybody is you know flagging us on the way out of the parking lot how in the heck did you do that you know and Quite honestly, I didn't really know back then, but I liked it, you know, so we kept doing it. Um, and, you know, and now we have a, a showroom full of trophies and everything. And when when somebody comes in and, and asked, uh, you know, is it even possible or does it even work? You know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to show them a couple of trophies and, and say, yeah, it does work. A couple of trophies. You've got and like tried, 60 from what I can count, Tim. <laughs> hey, yeah, we got a lot of trophies, but. Um, but it's just, you know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things where, you know, everything just lined up and we never really meant to do it. It's just one of those things where we were passionate about it and we tried, you know, tried something new and it worked and, and we were able to, um, you know, turn it into a, um, a nice little business now. Tim, thanks again for being our guest. Tim Shear from blueshog.com. We'll be right back on Barbecue Radio Nation. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Hey, careful, man. There's a beverage here. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention.
And welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius along with Dan Hathaway. And we decided, and he's gracious enough to stick around, Tim Shear, which you can got to check out his website, gatewaydrumsmokers.com, and of course his incredible barbecue sauce, blueshog.com. Real quick question, Tim. How many different sauces of Blues Hog do you have? What, how many different types? Um, I think we have five sauces. Yeah, all delicious, all delicious. Well, this month we're talking about smokers because, you know, pretty much the sales start in September and we want to kind of get people ready for grills and smokers. you got these great smokers. Here's my question to you. I've grilled my whole life, but I've never done any smoking, and I'm sure a lot of people are the same way. It's going to be their very first smoker. What do you suggest? I assume send them to your website first, but <laughs> besides that, what do you suggest for for a beginner? Well, um, I tell you how I started. I mean, I started on an offset, you know, the, the, you know, when you see at every hardware store, you just, you know, pick it up and say, you want to start smoking. And, uh, back when I started, there wasn't nearly as much information online or on YouTube or whatever as there is now. But, um, you know, obviously if you're a beginner, I think a pellet cooker is hard to beat. Um, you know, you can do a lot on a Weber, um, there, there's a million ways to do it, man. I mean, it, it's one of those things where, you know, there's no wrong way. The only wrong way is, is if it doesn't taste good at the end and you didn't have fun. So, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where this is a hobby and it's a, it's a very, um, you know, it's, it's a good family hobby. It's a good, um, you know, it's inexpensive for the most part and, and you're already cooking and especially right now, a lot of people are at home and they're looking for something different to do in the backyard and, and just picking up any smoker is a good thing in my mind. I mean, get out there and try something, you know, that you've never done before. Get out of the hamburger steak and get into a brisket or get into, you know, a pork butter or, or some ribs. I mean, it's, it's not as hard or as intimidating is as you might think it is, you know, but um, it's one of those things where, you know, at the, at the end of the day, no matter how you're doing it, you're hanging out in the family with the family in the backyard and you're having fun and, and, uh, you're eating good food. So, uh, you know, to, to me, just get started, you know, yeah. I mean? yeah. pick yeah. one and, and research it and, and <clears throat> try to figure it out. And if, if you don't like it, try something new. I mean, you know, it, it's very entertaining. Yeah. The one thing I liked what you said is that, that, that take the intimidation factor out of it. And, and there's yeah. a, there's a handful of cookers that you can do that with. And, and like you said, the, mm -hmm. the pellet cookers, and obviously, you, you know, your gateway drums, you can do that with, but you know, the, the biggest thing that I always tell people is find something that you're comfortable with and, yeah. and find something that you can, you can devote the time to learn because that's yeah. the big thing, you know, and, and offsets are great. I mean, you get great flavor off offsets. Everybody knows that, but man, it's, it's a commitment. And if you get the, yeah. if you get the wrong offset, that's, you know, doesn't have the proper insulation or the, or the, you know, the stack's not big enough. So it's not breathing right, man, you're going to be battling that fire and you're really never going to learn how anything really wants to cook. You're just going to learn how not to screw it up basically. And, and, and yeah. And once you get into, once you get comfortable with something and you nail that brisket one time, Man, that's a great feeling. Even in even in the backyard, it's a good feeling. So, so when you guys have nailed that first brisket, are you like hooked? You're like, oh hell yeah! <laughs> I'd, I'd go around. You know, when, when when I was living in the neighborhood, everybody knew when I was cooking, and and if I nailed something, I'd go door to door with a tray of brisket. And be like, you guys got to try this. This is insane. And yeah. it, it's all about just getting comfortable with your cooker and and, and really learning it. 
It really is. I mean, I had an, like that offset I have when I first started, I actually parked that thing in a garage for a long time. And, and, you know, I was so frustrated because I just, I wasn't getting what I wanted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, um, you know, ended up buying a, a different, different offset and started to get the hang of that one. And then, you know, that was a lot of work for an all night cook. So I went to a pellet grill and, and that was a lot of fun and very consistent and, and definitely turns out a great product. You know, but then, you know, I kind of wanted to get back to the to the charcoal. You know, I wanted to light a fire. I wanted to watch it and, and learn fire management and all that stuff. So, you know, that's kind of when we started cooking on the on the drum smoker. And and to me, I think it's taught me more than any other pit I've ever owned about, you know, airflow and, and you know, heat and different types of charcoal and wood and, uh, you know, moisture inside of a pit. I mean, there's just so many things that go into you know, cooking on this thing. It's like every time I light it up, I learn something new and it's just been a really, really fun journey. Um, you know, so, I mean, obviously I'm a fan of it and, and I feel like you couldn't go wrong, um, on a drum smoker. I mean, there's a million ways to do barbecue and that's the biggest thing. I'm, I'm sitting here in my backyard looking at four different barbecue pits right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's like, you know, it's just a fun hobby and, and, um, you know, people seem to show up on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I think it's mostly for the food, but <laughs> I call them friends anyway. <laughs> so yeah, the, the, I mean, what you said about just learning fire management, once you get, I cook hamburgers on my gateway all the time at the house. I mean, I use it like a charcoal grill and it, right. man, it, it's great. It really is. You get that, that it's not really indirect, but there's enough spacing between the, the top of the firebox and the bottom of that grate where you, something special yeah. happens in that 18 inches or whatever. It is. It's, well, that's, you're right. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's almost a hybrid between a, a smoker and a grill in a lot of ways. Yeah. But you know, I mean, we, if you look at our website or our marketing, I mean, we're big fans of 300, you know what I mean? 300 degrees. That is your magic number on a drum. I mean, that is like the sweet spot. It's not, it's not, um, you know, slow smoking and then heavy smoke. It gives you a clean smoke, but it's also a little bit hotter. So, you know, but not hot enough to grill or really burn anything. So you've got that sweet spot right there at 300 where you can get the sizzle. You can get the, you know, if you're cooking a rack of ribs, they start to pop and bubble almost like you're, like you're frying bacon. And that is like, you know, a crazy good flavor that you can't get, you know, at 250 degrees, you know what I mean? You're just not going to get that fat to break down and bubble like that. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's the sweet spot. It's what we do. I mean, it's, it takes a, a second to learn, but you know, in this day and age on the, on the web and, and we've got a Facebook group and all these, you know, accessible ways to learn how to use it. it it's the learning curve is very, very short. Tim, we're going to have to let you go. We want everybody to check out his website, gatewaydrumsmokers.com. That's gatewaydrumsmokers.com. We got less than a minute, but I do have to ask, you've got three daughters. Dan has three daughters. You both use Blue's Hog barbecue sauce. Is there something in the barbecue sauce that only causes you to have daughters? Doubt it. Um, I think that'd be highly accurate. Bill Arnold, Arnold, the creator, just to take it a step farther, the creator of Blue Sog back in the day, Bill Arnold. Uh, he's also got three daughters. Oh, that's so right. He, oh, I man. think we're on to something. I'm on to something. You're welcome, guys. Yeah. By yeah. the way, you can listen to our previous shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, along with Listen Notes, just to name a few. And, of course, like us on Barbecue Radio Nation. Tim Shear, thank you so much for being a guest. And we will be right back here on Barbecue Radio Nation. 
squeeze it with you yanks and your barbecues. Try haggis. Sheep's heart, liver and lungs packed into the sheep's stomach and then boiled. Delicious. This is Big Mo Kason. You listen to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm going to tell you what. If you're looking, you ain't cooking. The thing that I used to do. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kais along with Dan Hathaway. I want to thank our guest, Tim Shear, who's got a couple of websites you need to check out. First of all, gatewaydrumsmokers.com. That thing has everything you could imagine on there as far as products go. Yeah, you can uh, you can get all the accessories for it to do a true offset, hang ribs. I've hung ribs on them before. You can get T-shirts, pretty sweet hats. Tim's got it going on there with uh, Gateway Drums. He really does. Sure. Where, where is he at? He's in uh, he's in uh, uh, St. Louis area. Okay. Gateway Drum yeah. Smokers. I understand they do barbecue in St. Louis too. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> and and that is that a different style than Kansas City? You know, anymore. Or is it very close? Anymore, all man, it's all kind of melting together. And like he said, it's American. It's, it's American. A, damn straight. <laughs> you know what I when he said that I have a very good friend of mine who's Asian and we'll say oh I'm going to a Chinese restaurant right. and we just put it all under one blanket and there's so many different versions whether it be Chinese or different types of Asian sure. restaurants yeah. but it, we do the same thing oh, right. I'm going to an Asian restaurant okay over there in Australia I'm eating American eating American food yeah <laughs> yeah I've got a good friend in uh, in Australia his name's Lance Rosen he owns a, a place called Big Boy BBQ. And nice. it's categorized as American food, and he serves hamburgers and and all kinds of stuff. It's great. I sh- we should get him on as a guest sometime. Absolutely. I think it's the middle of the night for him, but we'll we wake him up. We don't care. He texts me at like three o'clock in the morning all the time, just like you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> We're up late. We're Timo late. And I do not have lives. They don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up watching hockey. It's live again. Uh, oh, speaking of Tim, of course, check out his great barbecue sauce, BluesHog.com. And uh, next week we're going to go talking about smokers again. Yeah, I, I I think I think we should talk about pellet smokers because you know in the last couple of years they've they've gained so much popularity, but they still have that stigma of not being a traditional cooker. And I want to I want to break it down and, and tell people that Dan, the barbecue guy. I'll cook on a pellet cooker any day of the week. <laughs> also, we want to thank Joe's Kansas City Original Barbecue Sauce for being our barbecue sauce of the month. A perfect sauce for all your barbecue needs, and you can purchase that at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. And if you have a question for us, please like us on Facebook, ask us a question, or you can email Dan at DrDan at BBQRadioNation.com. And please listen to past episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, also Listen Notes. Anybody familiar with Listen Notes? You can go there and listen to us. For Engineer Kyle and Producer T-Bone, I am Dave Caius. Oh, I forgot Dan Hathaway. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Barbecue Radio Nation, and happy barbecuing.